Hello and welcome back to the Good Fucking Energy Podcast. My name is Brooke. I am your host. I am so excited to be here today to share this episode with you guys. It has been really just like such a long time coming, not just obviously you can tell by the title. This is about the solo trip I just went on, just got back home from, and the lessons I learned there. This episode is not just a long time coming from the solo trip itself, but these are lessons that have been coming to the surface in my life for quite a while now. And it was like that solo trip, that space and time alone, that level of silence that I was able to have really made everything like quantum leap. It made these lessons just come through so much more powerfully. It was like the pivotal moment of change that I've been waiting for. And it just all makes sense now, which we will get into all of this throughout the episode, of course. But I just wanted to let you know, I am so happy and excited to be here with you today. And I'm so honored that you chose to be here with me. Honestly, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I love you. Genuinely, (laughs) I love the podcast listeners. Like, I feel like you guys get me. I feel like you guys know me. And I was so weary about starting a podcast in the beginning. Like, I was like, I don't know if I'll like it. It is very vulnerable. I will say that. Like, anytime I am editing or like re listening to my podcast, I'm like, oh, wow, bitch, you really, you really exposed yourself. You really said that because you just get kind of in a state of flow where you're just speaking. And for one, it's therapeutic as fuck. If you have not tried doing like a photo booth therapy session with yourself where you record yourself just kind of speaking stream of thought. Highly recommend. I posted about that on my Instagram. I've made a TikTok about it too, but it's very, very healing. And that's kind of what podcasting does for me. Obviously, I have an outline and a purpose for the episodes that I share with you guys. Like I want you to take something away from this, but I'm also able to just kind of think in a stream of flow and let things come through that even surprise me and share things with you intuitively that maybe I didn't plan on sharing. I actually read a review on Apple Podcasts, which is mistake number one. Like, I don't think you should ever read. Well, I take that back because reading your guys' positive reviews literally like just motivates me so much to keep doing this. But I did mistakenly read a negative review where somebody was like, get to the point. Like you're talking so much about your life or I don't even know what the fuck it said. I think my subconscious like deleted that memory because it was like, we don't, we don't need that negativity in our lives. But um, I was like, damn, like I, I like want to share tangible and helpful things with my audience. And I know that I do because of your guys' feedback to me and the DMs I get from you guys, which I just love. And all everything you guys share about the podcast is so positive. So many of my one-on-one clients found me through the podcast. A lot of my coaching clients for my courses found me through the podcast. So I know it's making a difference in life. So I've even had people DM me and tell me, you know, like just from listening to the podcast and the free content that I share, it's changed their life. So I know I'm helping people, but sometimes I'm like, am I oversharing? <laughs> am I, you know, talking too much about my personal stuff? But then I decided after reading that review, I was like, I can take this one of two ways. One, I can try to conform myself to the single person's view of me and change to make them like me more <laughs> or I can just be real and continue to have this real as fuck connection with the devoted podcast listeners that I have. That's what I think is so cool about my relationship with you guys is you guys get this 
just stream of thought me. You get like the realest, most authentic part of me. So I really treasure my relationships with you guys. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, not me getting emotional right now, (laughs) but I really do because I, I feel like you guys know me and it's just an honor to get to help you and to get to touch your life in this way. And it's an honor to me to have you tune in and want to learn from me. That means everything to me. And I don't take that responsibility lightly. Okay. (laughs) So anyways, back to the episode, but I'm just really in a state of gratitude today. I just had to share my gratitude for you too and let you know how happy and excited I am to be here. So anyways, what this episode is about, this is all about the essentially self-growth camp that I put myself through by going on my first ever solo trip for the month of September in Costa Rica. So I received so many downloads there. I was so connected and yes, like spiritually connected, downloading shit from whatever you want to call it, like my guides, my angels, universe, just breakthrough after breakthrough. And I really credit this to the cultivation of silence and space that this solo trip allowed me to have. This isn't something that I usually have in my life as much silence or space. I don't think any of us, honestly, in today's day and age really do. I mean, like, honestly, think about it. I bet all of us kind of follow the same schedule of like waking up, going to school or work, any downtime that you have during the day. I'm willing to bet you probably scroll on your phone. (laughs) No shade. I'm just saying. Um, And then we get home and we have like our roommates or our partners or our families and we watch TV and we go to bed. (laughs) Like there's not often space for us to be alone unless you live alone which I highly suggest everybody to live alone for some point in their life because I think you can learn a lot about yourself that way or do like I did and kind of get a little bit of a getaway for a little bit or even just create some space in your life but really I do think having time with yourself is not just important, but literally crucial for your self-growth and for your self-understanding because you aren't being manipulated and your energy isn't being thrown off by other people around you. And not saying that these people may have, you know, like negative intentions, but it's just natural that we're feeding off of other people's energies, that we are energetically responding to other people and Other people's thoughts and beliefs are coming into our mind. Maybe we're being influenced by what people believe we could or should do with our lives. And we don't get the quality time with ourselves to really sit and ask, what do I want? What do I like? What don't I like? What don't I want? What isn't working for me? And I do think this takes a bit of time, like obviously implementing some space and silence into your daily life, like an hour to journal and meditate is going to make alone just such a huge impact in your life. But if you are able to give yourself maybe a long weekend and just kind of cocoon, just kind of go solo Maybe, you know, like even going to the park or running errands alone, just doing things on your own and also not plugging that silence with music or podcasts or audiobooks, but literally just being in silence, you're going to realize things about yourself. Things are going to start to come through because you're holding space for them too. When we are overstimulated by people, by media, by just things in our life, It's really hard for us to hear our core, for us to hear ourselves. So again, highly recommend some solo time. And this episode is about the lessons and the breakthroughs that really came through for me in my time being solo. 
and that I think are really applicable to anybody's life because these are lessons that will serve anyone and that I think that we're all on our journey to realizing and getting the wisdom for on our own path in our own time but hopefully I can save you a little bit of time and struggle honestly by sharing my journey with you. I'm also going to be answering all of your guys's solo travel questions that you guys asked me over on Instagram which by the way if you don't follow my Instagram it's at arcanum life a-r-c-a-n-u-m-l-i-f-e all the other ones are spam accounts. It's just that accounts. And then my TikTok is ArcanumLA, A-R-C-A-N-U-M-L-A. <laughs> There's a lot of spam accounts, so I feel like I have to clarify. But anyways, I will be answering your guys' questions that you asked over on my Instagram in another episode, just a specifically solo travel Q&A episode, which will be the next episode that comes out. But this one is more on the spiritual and emotional and life lessons learned on this trip. Before we get into this, I just wanted to share some quick little side notes and life updates. <laughs> so for anybody who also struggles with autoimmunity, I if you don't know, I have an autoimmune disease. I have started the autoimmune protocol diet so I'm going to be sharing a lot more about that. It's If you don't know what it is, you can look it up. It's an elimination diet for gut health, essentially, to restore your gut health um, when you have an autoimmune disease. And it has really promising results. And one of the lessons that I've learned on this solo trip, which I'll talk more on, is the importance of my health, which I've known, but just I'm really taking this autoimmune healing seriously like I I'm not putting it off any longer if you don't have your health you know I most people who don't have their health would trade everything for their health so I'm prioritizing this but anyways yes I've started this diet honestly so far it hasn't been too bad the one thing I'm cheating with is coffee because I just I'm sorry I, I just can't do that I I can't I can't Everything else, though, I'm like hardcore devoted to. The thing about this diet is it's like you can't cheat on it. Like you either are AIP or you aren't um, because of the purpose of it, right? Which is to cleanse you. Coffee is another thing. I just I think coffee's fine, okay? No one come for me. But anyways, I'll be sharing kind of my journey through this on my Instagram, the meals that I've been making, the, like my go-to foods for it. And even if you aren't somebody who struggles with autoimmune, you might want to follow along on these recipes and these things as well, because overall, these are the most extremely anti-inflammatory foods that you can eat. So if you just want to, you know, make sure you're going to make certain foods that aren't going to hurt your stomach or are going to make you feel really, really good, these are going to be some good tips and tricks and meals for you. So I'm going to be sharing that whole journey over on my Instagram. I just wanted to let you guys know here. But yes, I am home. I am back in Los Angeles. And honestly, it does feel like such a relief. I had a great, amazing, amazing time in Costa Rica. But I will say by like day 14, I was getting a little bit like homesick and just kind of anxious to get home. So maybe if you're planning your own solo trip, maybe like keep it to like 14 or 15 days. Um, I just wanted to push myself a bit longer. So I was like, fuck it, we'll do three weeks. But I did really start to miss home. But the amazing thing that came out of this trip is I have really developed an entire new way of living in all areas of my life. You know, I just mentioned my diet and how I'm eating now. That really, I started to begin to implement. I wasn't as hardcore. I was still eating like um, peanut butter while I was there and almond butter, which isn't AIP friendly. But for the most part, I was really trying to eat a lot of anti-inflammatory foods and just stabilizing myself, easing myself into this new lifestyle. 
and not just with the food, it's also been with my movement of my body, my connection to my body. My morning routine has become so solid and it is just the most supportive, perfectly aligned morning routine for myself. I've included new, just like little things like doing it outside that has made all the difference for me. Just that sunlight exposure in the early morning where it's not too intense, even just getting yourself up and out of bed. I used to do my morning routine in bed, like my journaling and my meditating, but now like getting up, getting out of bed, sitting outside, having my coffee and also a new habit that I got in Costa Rica was orange juice. Don't know why. I've I've never been an orange juice person, but now I am, I guess. (laughs) But just having your little drinks, sitting outside in the sun, getting some fresh air to start your day, like these little things are just such mood boosters. Like they completely shift my energy and just the whole way that I run my life too, literally the way that I run my life. And I'm a firm believer and we'll talk about this through this episode is that you are the CEO of your life. Like you're, you've got to see your life like a business. Like you are running this shit and you're either running it well and you're doing all the things that you need to do to support yourself. You're watering your plants, you're filling your cup, or you're just kind of like haphazardly just kind of flowing with whatever's thrown at you. And I think we need to be really proactive about our mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health like we need to take these matters into our own hands and we need to prioritize them as a part of our daily life just like we do with work right like you would never be like I just don't really feel like working today I'm just not gonna do it I mean most of us would never do that right like especially if you are an employee somewhere like you're not gonna do that of course maybe we take like mental health days or sick days 100% love that but you're committed to your work. You need to be committed to your wellness, to your yourself, because without yourself, without your wellness, without this balance and care in your life, nothing else really matters because if you can't fill your cup first and then pour from an overflowing cup, you're going to drain yourself. So I've just found this new style of living that works so incredibly for me and I'm just so passionate about now really making sure that I'm teaching other people to do these same things because I've been there like I've been through the burnout in multiple times in my life I've struggled to find balance and I've found my thing and it just feels it feels so good which is an understatement (laughs) but I just want to help other people feel this way too So I have honestly returned from Costa Rica feeling like a brand new bitch, (laughs) just feeling so refreshed and renewed. And I will say that this trip, just to clarify, was not like a, oh, let me go away for three weeks with nothing on my schedule, nothing to do but sit in silence and, you know, journal and read and think like, no, you guys, like I'm running businesses over here. Like I don't really get breaks like that I actually don't remember the last time I've had a full on break although I do plan to take one um over Christmas this year which I'm excited for but when you're running businesses it's like you're always doing something but you're running something that you love hopefully ideally so it doesn't always feel like work it feels enjoyable it feels good especially if you doing something that's so in alignment with your soul it's obviously can still be challenging and can still be hard and sometimes I have to do things like the more businessy side of things that maybe I don't necessarily want to do but it is more enjoyable for sure I would say but I think you know whether you're running your own business or you're just working a job that you really love this is something that we can all aim to implement in our own lives and feel in our own lives and again this is something that I'm passionate about helping people with too is you know finding their sole purpose and finding a mission or a job, as some people may call it, to put their energy towards that is in alignment with their truth, with their sole purpose. But anyways, what I was saying on that and why I brought it up is that I was working the whole time I was there. 
every single day. I, I like, I think I took one day. Yeah, I took one one day to just have a full on beach day. But I did at least a little bit of work every single day, even on weekends. And I'm actually so grateful that it happened this way because I think coming back to LA and back into my normal routines in life, it wasn't so jarring. And it was actually really almost like a breath of fresh air and easy for me because I was implementing everything that I was learning in real time into my standard life, right? Like into my daily life. I still followed routines. I was waking up at like 5 to 6 a.m. every day doing my morning routine. Like it was like I was living. It was like I was living there. I lived life there like I lived there. It wasn't like some like vacation vibe, right? Like it was nice because I was somewhere else. I got a change of pace, but I was able to implement all that I was learning, all that I was putting together, the strategies that I was creating, all of the breakthroughs that I was having into my regular schedule, into what my schedule would look like when I got back to LA while I was there in Costa Rica. And I think this is great because it shows us that we don't necessarily need to go to a different country to have this type of breakthrough or refresh or rebalance in our lives. We are able to take ourselves through a self-growth, soul growth camp while at home, while still going through our daily routines and showing up at work, showing up in our lives as we always do, but just maybe carving out some extra time for space and for silence and letting people around you know like, hey, over this next two weeks, I'm just kind of going to spend more time alone. So, you know, like I'm going to be going to work. I'm going to be doing the things that I do. (laughs) But when I get home at the end of the night, I'm going to just zone in. I'm going to hibernate in my room and sit in silence and meditate and journal. I mean, you don't have to tell them what you're doing, but that's something that you can do and that you can apply to your own life at any time. I also do want to say that while I was working, while I was in Costa Rica, I have to give a huge shout out and thank you to my team who was back here in LA My team, the Arcanum LA team, is me, my boyfriend Vinny, and my two assistants, James and Sophia. Thank you guys. I love you guys so, so much. A huge intention for this year that I set was to create like a superstar team and really cultivate an Arcanum family and have this culture at Arcanum that I would have wanted be the type of boss I would have wanted to work for. And let me tell you, cultivating a team has not been easy for me. It's definitely been a challenge. It's a challenge even for me to delegate, which is something I've really been working on. But I'm so thankful to the lessons that I've learned in creating a solid team. And I'm so thankful for the team members that I have now. So again, Vinny, James, and Sophia, thank you guys so much. I really, really, really appreciate you guys. And thanks for holding it down back in LA while I was creating master plans for Arcanum and my life in Costa Rica. One lesson learned that I didn't include in the ones I'm going to cover with you guys is really my appreciation for my boyfriend, and I don't give him credit enough. So this is me just giving him a little a little moment to shine because Vinny, my boyfriend, really does so much, not just for me, but also for you guys, for Arcanum. He sees the vision that I have for Arcanum and what I'm building and why it's so important to me and the bigger picture of it all, right? Like beyond the business, it's more about the impact on the world and from one soul, whether it's through the jewelry business or through my courses and my coaching, the way we're able to impact people and uplift 
the collective consciousness, uplift the world and help the planet, which is something that he's very, very passionate about. And I love that about him. And we do have plans and goals to implement more of this contribution to the planet as Arcanum continues to grow as a business. But letting Vinny in to help in Arcanum things was one of the biggest challenges. As I said, I have issues delegating. I also have issues kind of trusting people, honestly, but he has done so much. And even when we were fighting while I was in Costa Rica, not to put my relationship on blast or anything, but let's be real, nobody's perfect. Um, He was still putting in effort back in LA and helping things run smoothly. And it just means the world to me to have that kind of support in my life. If you are listening to this near your partner or your partner's in the other room, turn this shit up so they can hear it. But I know a lot of people don't necessarily want to settle down really young, especially today with the dating apps and the access to literally everyone in the world on Instagram and through DMs. I know it's tempting to be out there in the world just having this buffet of dating life (laughs) and going wild. And if that's where you're at in your life, go off. But also when you find that person who really loves you unconditionally, like actually unconditionally, would do anything for you. And even though you may fight and not always get along, feels like they are somebody that you will just always love and that is meant to be in your life. Hold on to that person and don't let the modern day apps and temptations of life fuck it up. I'm not saying that like that's something that's been prevalent in my relationship, but I will say that me and Vinny started dating when I was 21 and I've thought in my 20s, like, am I too young to be in such a serious relationship and to have this be it, right? Like, this is it for my dating life. (laughs) And he's like my first serious boyfriend and therefore will be my only serious boyfriend in my life. Like I have questioned that. Of course, I think that's natural. But when you find these people, it doesn't matter what age you are. Don't let them go. And respect them and honor them and have gratitude for them and realize how lucky you are to have this kind of love in your life so don't be afraid of getting tied down (laughs) I could probably do a whole episode on this but I think also like the millennial gen z girls like we're really taught independence and I think sometimes we like lean too much into that like it's that like I don't need a fucking man energy like that's been me all the way my whole life and (laughs) That's literally caused issues in my relationship because I try to be so like, I don't need you. I can do this on my own. But let someone in when they're a good person and when they're right for you. Don't be afraid to need someone, to love someone, and to get tied down, honestly. (laughs) Even if you're young, like no matter what age, like when it's right, it's right. And respect divine timing. Also want to note, respect divine timing if you haven't found your person yet, because know that that's a part of your journey too. I mean, this whole episode is really about the importance of solo time. So enjoy the fuck out of your solo time, because that is where so much of your growth and your true understanding of self lies. So enjoy that shit too, and trust that, you know, we all find our perfect person in absolute divine timing okay so enough about all of those things (laughs) enough sappy shit let's get into these tangible lessons on my solo trip in costa rica that i'm really excited for you to take 
with you and apply in your own life too. One quick note, I wanted to remind you guys that early enrollment for Align and Attract, my manifestation course is closing October 1st. Align and Attract, if you aren't familiar with it, is a monster of a course. It's like a full-on manifestation university, honestly. It breaks down the actual science, logistics, and spirituality that make manifestation not just this like woo-woo thing, but an actually scientifically proven power that we can all access. Plus, the entire thing is broken down step by step for you, and you're taken through all of it during our 20 weeks together. Yes, I said 20 weeks. It is intense. It's fun. And it is mega transformational. Each round, the transformations and the magic that is manifested through this course continues to blow me away. Honestly, it is absolutely incredible. We start in January, but I decided to open this early enrollment for you guys to be able to lock in the special pricing from the last round and have the longest and most flexible payment plan available. Plus, you're going to get early access in December to start your new year off right. And I actually have two bonuses in there that help you to set intentions and make a vision board for the new year. So you're definitely going to want to dive into that in December. I know it feels early to be talking about the new year. I don't want to scare you off by bringing up the new year. But if you are serious about changing your life in 2023... Fully understanding manifestation and applying the foolproof process to your life, then the time to commit is right fucking now. Plus, I can't even begin to tell you how many people notice changes and the most insane synchronicities and manifestations begin to flow into their life as soon as they sign up. And I'm not just saying this, there is a reason, a universal law behind this, and this has to do with momentum. By taking a step in the direction of your most empowered and aligned life, you're basically showing the universe that you aren't fucking around anymore, that you're committed and you're going all in. And when we do this, we really step into our power, we invite in our alignment And I believe that this is how we're always supposed to live. We should be empowered to create the life that we desire and be backed with the tools and knowledge that not just supports us to do this, but also makes us 100% capable of doing so. Like you can't build a house if you don't have the tools to build a house. These are your house building tools for successful manifestation and actually attracting and creating your dream life. And then alignment to our truth, living in alignment to our soul purpose, who we really are and what we really want to do in this world, which is why I believe that we are all here in the first place. So if you know that you are ready for this up level, that you're ready to really take your life into your own hands and manifest your dream life into reality this new year. I will leave the link for early enrollment below, but again, it is only available until October 1st and then enrollment for the January round won't become open again until December and the pricing will go up because there are going to be some added bonuses in this next round. But once you're in, you reserve it for a lifetime and you get any new bonuses or additions. So reserve your spots and I hope to see you in the course. Okay, so I obviously learned a ton over the three weeks that I was away, but I have, I've basically sectioned these breakthroughs into like three key parts that I'm going to share with you guys and also share it in a way that you can apply it to your own life. So sharing my experience and 
maybe the things that kind of led me to realizing these things or really embodying them, because that's the thing is, and I mentioned this a lot in my podcast and just in anything that I share that you can hear certain things that you've heard before, but the key is to implement it to actually gain the embodied wisdom of it. So I'm going to kind of give some background, some extra little something to (laughs) these takeaways, to these lessons learned so that hopefully you can apply this in your own life as well. So the first thing that I want to share with you guys is just the overall lesson that I learned there of appreciation. And this was a theme that I would say wove through my entire journey. I mean, there were moments of just extreme awe and amazement and appreciation because honestly, I manifested the fuck out of that trip. Like, really, I manifested the fuck out of it. Not even in in just so many ways. First and foremost, I have wanted to solo travel since I was 16 years old. This was like my goal in life. Like it was literally what I dreamt of. And when I became an adult, it was always like next year, I'm going to just go off grid and I'm just going to travel. And it was always a thing that I looked forward to doing. But as I said, I got into a serious relationship at 21 and that kind of like threw that plan off because I'm obviously not going to just like run away from my life (laughs) when I have this relationship and we have ties to Los Angeles. And then I started my own business when I was 23. And also at the age of 22, we had a pandemic. So, and if that doesn't blow your mind, just take that in for a second. The pandemic started when I was 22 and I'm now 25. So yeah, that threw me off a bit. But regardless, this had been a dream of mine for my whole life and Specifically, I really wanted this year because, you know, I accepted the pandemic. I was not going to try to travel, especially not with a compromised immune system. I was going to stay put until it was safe to leave the house again. But on my vision board this year, I, I have I've talked about this on the podcast, but I took a little trip, a little solo trip and not physically, but mentally a solo trip alone in my room And I created my vision board for the year. I set intentions for the year. And, you know, when I went to set these intentions, I thought I knew what I was going to put. I was kind of like, okay, like what car am I going to get? And like, you know, just kind of thinking of these more like materialistic things. And then when the trip hit, all that was on my mind repeated like a broken record were live and experience, live and experience, live and experience. And this was different than other goals that I had set before because other goals I had set before were usually had to have something to do with my business or, you know, really like growing my life in some way. And it just was kind of a message to chill for the year or at least for a little bit. Um, I feel like I'm coming out of this chill phase now, but that's another story. But just to really understand what it truly meant to live and to experience life to the fullest. Another word that tacked on to these intentions later on was also enjoyment. Enjoyment of life, of every moment, of everything. And of course, all of these really tie into appreciation as well. But where this also ties into my solo trip is I have on my vision board photos of like a laptop in the sand. (laughs) It's like a little desk set up in the sand um, on a beach. And obviously I'm so passionate about my work. I, I will never step away from what I do, but I wanted to take it with me and I wanted to live and experience and travel and change it up a bit, change up my life and finally live out that dream that I've had since I was 16, make that dream a reality. And Finally, in July, the very end of July, almost August, it was, I think, July, like 25th or 26th, I just knew if I don't do this, you know, it's going to be the holidays soon. 
And after it just honestly, the way that our life works, it feels like after Halloween, it's just like thing after thing, like holiday after holiday, we always do like a holiday drop for our KMLA. And then it's spring. And then it's, we have a ton of birthdays in June. So <laughs> it's like pretty much craziness between, I'd say like October 31st to end of June, like every year. So I was looking at my vision board and thinking about that goal, that dream of mine and told myself like, Brooke, if you don't do this, it's not going to happen this year. Like you've just got to do it. And so I simply booked a ticket and booked a place to stay and didn't really give it much thought. I just fucking did it. I didn't really think if it would make sense for me financially either, uh, which, you know, might not be the smartest thing to do, but I, I didn't want to give it thought. Like I trusted that I was supported and that this was what I was supposed to do. I will say also, this wasn't like an ego desire. This was like an internal call. Like you've got to do this. You have got to do this. Like Brooke, don't put this off. Don't come up with excuses not to. Like it felt like my soul, my higher self was like really pushing me being like, come on girl. Like don't come up with an excuse not to do this. Like you've got to do it. And if you don't book it now, you're going to get, you know, you're going to make plans. You're going to do other things and it's not going to happen. Book this shit. So I booked it. And the way I've been held through it, the way I've been supported through it, the way everything came together to support me through this trip. Again, as I mentioned, like from my team coming together and really like my team came like locked in just before I left, like in August. Um, At the time of booking my trip, I, my team was very like shaky. Like I didn't know how I was going to be supported when I left financially like everything just adds up and works out and like again just supported totally on this trip I I feel blessed to get to do what I do and to have manifested so much abundance into my life I want to make clear like I did not come from money my family never traveled growing up never traveled I've never been on a plane with my parents and I've created this life for myself so just this appreciation of like holy fuck Brooke like you did it like you fucking did it. 16 year old you, I I can't even put into words how she would be feeling knowing that you did it. So this trip was a really big thing for me beyond like, oh, I'm going to go on a solo trip. Like it meant so much to me so deeply. And anybody really close to me knew that, you know, like my parents, my boyfriend, knew that this was beyond a, this was like a lifetime goal of mine, honestly. And I know it might sound silly to some people, but again, coming from a family that didn't travel and growing up watching the travel channel religiously and dreaming of traveling and watching vlogs of girls solo traveling, it was just like, it's all I've ever wanted. And to be able to support myself, like pay for it all on my own, and run a business while doing it, like, and literally I created a program while I was there, and work on myself and improve myself so much, it was just like a dream come true, and I had this moment, which I'm actually putting together, I shared it on my Instagram story, but I am going to be putting together like a little vlog of my trip, which I will share with you guys as soon as it's available, Um, I have a lot of editing to get done first for it, but I have this moment that I recorded myself, I pulled out my camera and recorded it in real time where I am having a like, holy shit moment, like realizing that, oh shit, like this was literally on my vision board. Like I manifested this, like just one of those insane moments. It kind of felt like when I manifested my Tesla, because that was like such a crazy story, um, how that all came to be like a, those moments where you're like, holy fuck, like that confirmation that this shit works. And I am to the point where I just trust and I believe now, but those feelings when it finally comes through, never stop being so sweet. I, I, I will never let them stop being so sweet. You know, I think that's the key too, is always having that appreciation. After you manifest so many things, I can see how some people might just be like, oh, whatever. Like, but no, I will never lose this appreciation from everything 
you know, from the first, my car, the two homes I've lived in, the financial freedom, which was huge for me, not growing up feeling financial freedom in my home, the self-love and health that I've manifested, fitness goals and shit, and just incredible relationship with my body after coming from eating disorders in the past. Arcana MLA, our jewelry brand, and the incredible celebrity placements and just like dream people I see wearing my jewelry and Arcanum Academy, my courses and the impact that I'm able to make in people's lives, like all of these manifestations and obviously there's more that I'm just like not thinking of right now, but I, it just never loses its wow factor for me. And I don't think that you should ever let it lose its wow factor for you. Like continue to be amazed, continue to live in awe and gratitude every single day. Even I kind of was playing because I was so in tune while I was there with setting like 24 hour intentions. Like let's like manifest this much money in 24 hours and just the crazy shit (laughs) that happens when you're tapped in, when you're tuned in, when you're aligned, like the power that you have to really create your reality and on, on demand, on fucking demand and to have appreciation, even, even when you're used to these things, even when you're used to be able to being like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to create this, and bam, it happens. Still just sitting and taking a moment to breathe it in, to be there with it, and to thank not only, you know, the universe or God, source, your angels, your higher self, whatever you believe in, but thanking yourself because you are the creator of your reality these forces speak through you and move through you. And yes, there's the universe. I like to say working overtime for you, rearranging things, setting things up, paving the path, lining up all the perfect synchronicities and signs and things and people and opportunities along the way to make these things happen for you. But also you have to be tapped in and tuned in to hear the call, to listen and to take the steps. Like you are taking the action in alignment with your dream life, which is what manifests it into reality. You are holding the vision and you are embodying the energy. So appreciate yourself for that work. Sadly, most people don't do this. Sadly, most people don't take enough time to prioritize themselves and their dreams and their desires and see these things as true gifts from the divine to guide you on the path that you're meant to be on. Not enough people take enough time to respect these things, to honor them and to actually move in the direction of them. But if you do, and when those manifestations When all the pieces come together and it delivers your intention, your manifestation straight to you in your hands, appreciate yourself for every little thing you did that got you there along the way. Whether it was just setting the intention or really holding the energy of it or meditating daily for a year visualizing yourself already living it to program your mind to prepare your subconscious to seek these opportunities out in your reality or taking that crazy leap of faith doing something that maybe didn't make logical sense or that really most people would qualify as quote-unquote not a smart idea (laughs) But you moved in alignment with your soul, with your calling, with your intuition, with what you knew was right for you and you took the leap of faith and it paid off. Appreciate yourself for those things because they aren't easy. That's the thing about manifestation is I think too often we paint it as something that is easy. When you get it and you get used to it, it does get easier and it makes life a lot easier and a lot more enjoyable and better in alignment. So that's all great, but it's not, I don't know if easy is the word to describe it because you are trusting in the universe and trust faith is pretty tricky and it can be hard and it's a practice and it's something that we have to keep returning to. Manifestation takes constant awareness and alignment, realigning, catching yourself, being really fucking real with yourself, which that's not easy. 
being so real with yourself that you expose yourself to yourself with love and with acceptance, but on a daily basis to look at yourself raw in that way and not sugarcoat your actions, but really look at the truth of who you're being, how you're showing up in the world. That shit is not easy. To reprogram your subconscious mind to move in the direction of the life that you want to create rather than the life that has been programmed, hardwired into your mind from the age of seven years old based on your family's beliefs, on things that were taught to you, of things that were unwillingly programmed into your mind of how the world works and how you get to be and how you should be in this world and what's possible for you, that is not easy. So again, in these moments... When your manifestation has come through, whether it's something small like a parking space or it's something big like something that you have dreamt of for nearly 10 years, take a moment, take a good moment to just breathe it in and feel appreciation and feel that gratitude for all the strings that the universe and your guides and your angels pulled for you and also for yourself, for who you are in this lifetime, for your body, for your mind, for all the work that you put in together to make this your reality. Another quick note and moment of appreciation is really the appreciation for my home. I really started to miss my home, and I think we can apply this to anything. I mean, our homes, our families, our relationships, just our daily life that maybe we take for granted. I for sure have been taking my home for granted. I had this balcony that I sat on every day in Costa Rica and I had this beautiful apartment that I was staying in. It was like a one bedroom, really beautiful place. I'm going to post a little tour on reels. Swear I'll do it this week. But it was really beautiful and I loved the little balcony that I sat on. And so I was kind of like sad to come home on that part. I was like, wow, this place is so nice. Like I love my little balcony. I love the shower here. (laughs) I'm a bathroom girl. I love a good bathroom. So I was a little bit like, oh, like how am I going to feel when I get home? And when I got home, I was actually like, damn, okay. (laughs) I didn't realize how great my home is, how much I love my home. And again, want to reiterate, this is not something that was handed to me. I don't come from money. I manifested being able to live in this home. I just always like to reiterate that because I don't want, like, I I want you to know that <laughs> this is possible for you too. But there are parts of this house that I moved into, like it's smaller than the last one I lived in because it's in a more like highly sought after area. Um, and it, there's like, you know, it's like an older home. I think it was built in the 80s. So just little like, there's like little like older quirks about it. It's not like a one of those like new modern spaceship houses that you see throughout LA, you know, which I wouldn't want to live in that anyways. I like character, but um, I don't know. I think I just kind of like downgraded how great my home is, like the views that I have here and the outdoor space that I have and the balcony that I have here. I've been sitting on this balcony now and I'm like, wait, I, I like this balcony better than the other one I was at. And my bedroom, like I never realized how big my bedroom is or how much space I have in this home. Like I said, because it's smaller than the last home I lived in. But after living in that little apartment that I was in for the month and then coming back here, I'm like, wow, there's so much space. And now I'm just in like really appreciating my home and my environment. And I think this is something so important for us to do is to make your environment feel good to you and really respect it and appreciate it. Our environment supports us in so many ways, more than we even know. It's really constantly sending us subconscious messages and influencing us subconsciously. And this is where you spend most of your time. So it's so important that we nurture our home in a way that it can then nurture us back. And of course, you can do this through, you know, furnishing your home in a way that feels so great to you and is vibey to you. But personally, I just started being able to furnish my home in the last like year, year and a half. When I, before I was doing 
my businesses when I was working corporate jobs, working in fashion, I could not furnish my home like at all. But that's not the point, right? It doesn't mean that you have to like buy these expensive vibey things. For one, Facebook Marketplace has been my best friend. Literally the weekend I got home, I just went on like a Facebook Marketplace bender. You can find incredible things there for so, so cheap. So if you do want to furnish your home and that's a goal for you, which literally it's on my vision board and a goal of mine this year is to really like perfectly furnish my home and just make my environment the most perfect brook space ever. Um, Facebook Marketplace, you can do it on a budget. But aside from buying things, just taking care of your home, like keeping it clean, cleaning up after yourself, maybe putting some flowers or adding some plants to your space and actually taking care of them and watering them and keeping your space picked up and tidy and organized so that you don't have this additional clutter going into your mind subconsciously and just filling it with little things that make you happy. Again, this doesn't have to be anything that's like crazy and expensive, but just whatever little things, little books or crystals or your journal or your altar or your favorite records and blankets, just things that actually bring joy to you in your life. And also filling your home with food that nourishes you. It's such a luxury to be able to have these things and access to these things, access to healthy food and the ability to nourish our bodies in this way. And it's something that we take for granted. So I think just bringing more appreciation of the more quote-unquote mundane things, again, whether it's like your car or your home or your family or your job, just all of these things that you just see so often that you kind of, they like bypass your mind you don't really like take a second to look around at them and be like holy fuck wow like this is great this is amazing and a huge 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 hack for you for manifestation I teach this in Align and Attract and I teach this everywhere (laughs) I will tell anybody who will listen to this this that if you are trying to manifest like a new home or a new car or a new job start to have intense gratitude for whatever you have now. Like if you're living in a studio and you don't like it, start to find things in it that you can like. Start to take care of it as if you were living already in your dream home. You know, like light some nice incense, set some vibes, like take care of it. Find the joy in these things. Find appreciation for these things. Because the more that you infuse these areas of your life with that energy of gratitude and just like that good fucking energy instead of like dread and lack, you're going to call in more of that aligned, abundant energy into your life, which will ultimately be what opens the doors to you manifesting that new car or home or job. So start with the gratitude now wherever you are and start actually valuing these things now wherever you are. Okay, so this next little gratitude was something that was really powerful for me while I was there. Um, that's why I saved it for last in this in this section of lessons. <laughs> this is about gratitude for my past self and gratitude for my current self and really connecting to my future self. And this is something that I I always like to teach too, but I really regrounded myself in this and brought it back to the forefront of my mind and a practice that I'm really holding dear to me right now is really thinking about the Brooke over the last couple years and how much she has done for me. And yes, I'm talking about myself in third person, but I don't know. This is just kind of how I do it. I, I will talk about like past Brooke, present Brooke, future Brooke. I don't know how to explain it. I know it's all the same person, <laughs> but this is just how I see it. But anyways, really seeing like the challenges that I've been through since, I mean, really since God, like 2014, really? <laughs> um God, maybe even, no, I think 2014 is when shit got a little rocky for me. I was in high school. But anyways, um, 
just the strength that I've had since then. And, you know, obviously I had traumas earlier in my life as well, but that's when I see myself as the version that I am now. I see her coming into being and more specifically really thinking about like 2019 me to now or even 2020, like at the start of the pandemic when I really decided to take my life into my own hands and really dove into manifestation and the subconscious mind and educating myself. And I, the first course I took was IIN to get my holistic health coach certification um, because I wanted to heal my autoimmune disease and I wanted to take my life into my own hands because it was so scary to feel so out of control of my health when I was diagnosed at the end of 2019. But from there, the things that I've done and even within the last year, like thinking of myself last September to now, and last September I was already well on my dream life path, right? Like I had manifested so much shit by then. I was creating my businesses. I was having abundance financially. I was living in a home that I could have never imagined living in. Just everything from the outside was great, but there was still so much inner growth for me to do then that I, I mean, you know, I'm always open to growth. I know there's still so much growth for me to do now. And I know a year from now, I'm going to be like, oh my God, Brooke in September, 2022 had no idea what was coming for her. And like, I've grown so much. Like I, I'm a firm believer and knower of these things. I know that we're always growing, but really looking back at me then I'm like, damn, I have changed so much and I'm so thankful for what that version of me did and the hard work that I did put in because I did put in a lot of hard work and the consistency and the commitment to my dreams, to my goals that I had and just thanking her for getting me here, thanking her for doing it and doing the best that she could with what she knew, with the tools that she had available at that time and making the commitment of my present self to honor her by continuing to improve, by healing anything that she struggled with at that time and creating a life that is even more in alignment now that she would be proud of, that she would look at and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this shit. Yeah, like I'm going to bust my ass. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do the soul work. I'm going to go through these shadows. I'm going to do the hard shit because it's going to get me there. And I want to be that version now that she looks up to. So every day I walk knowing that that's the reality I want to live out is a reality that she would be proud of, that she would be thankful that she put in the work for. And also connecting to my future self and being that version of myself now that my future self a year from now is going to look back on and be like, wow, thank you, Brooke. Thanks for doing all that. Like, if you hadn't done that, we wouldn't be here right now. So thank you. So I'm kind of living <laughs> in both of those places. And I think that we all, not even, I think I know that we all can, but it really takes that emotional connection to all the versions of yourself, to that past version of yourself and living out her dreams and then also the commitment to the future version of yourself and putting in the work so that that future version of yourself can live out your current dreams. I hope that makes sense. But when you this clicks for you, it's a very powerful thing. And I recommend writing letters to yourself um, and just talking to these other versions of yourself. It's very powerful and very impactful. Okay, you guys, honestly, I think that I'm going to make this <laughs> into a two-parter because I just don't want each episode to be too long for you guys because I still have so much more to share about my lessons and I'm like do we want this to be a two-hour episode I don't know <laughs> so I'm gonna make this a two-parter so that it's just easier for you to digest um, and get through because there are some really incredible golden nuggets of wisdom that I want to and need to share with you guys. And I would be doing a disservice to myself, 
um, disrespect to the lessons that I've learned and all that my angels, guides, the universe put in to help me learn these lessons. And also to you guys for not sharing these lessons fully and, you know, trying to like speed my way through them. I want to take my time to really share this valuable wisdom with you all. So I'm going to make this a two-parter, but it's going to be available on the same day. So you can just go ahead and listen to the second part now if you want to, or you can save it and let all of this soak in for you a little bit more. But I will say at the end of part two, I'm going to have a really special, special announcement and offer for you guys that is limited time. So you're going to want to hear that for sure. So make sure that you listen to it within the next, let's say, listen to it this week. Okay. I think you're going to want to listen to it this week. (laughs) Okay. I will see you guys in the second part. But for now, I am sending you so much love and so much good fucking energy. I'll talk to you in part two. Bye.